What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. It's me, Kate, and welcome to episode five. I have a long, long explanation as to why I've been away for a while, but I think today I'm just going to kind of go through what my life has been like for the last five days, and maybe that'll explain a little bit more. Let's talk surgery, guys. This is the second time I've had to get surgery um, on my foot. So just a little bit about my medical past. I know this is a little like, what is she talking about? Who cares? Like, why is she going there? When I was 16, that was the first time I felt that surgery had to be done. And that was the first time I did get surgery. And it was a hernia in my abdomen. So that was a lot of fun because, as you know, I was a dancer and that was in the middle of the summer. So a lot of my summer was taken up because I needed to go through all of these things, lie down for an entire week because it's your abdomen because like what else can you do? Around the same time, I had to get my wisdom teeth taken out and I had to get one wisdom tooth taken out first. They said that there was an issue with it. So they had to get rid of the first one. I had four wisdom teeth. They got rid of the first wisdom tooth and then they got rid of the other three. But that was two separate operations in addition to that hernia operation that I had to get done. So those were technically, if you want to go there, like three surgeries. I also had a root canal, which was like, we all know how that goes if you've had one. If you haven't, don't worry about it. It's not fun. But that was all 2013. And if you have noticed that last year, in February of 2021, I had to get my left foot operated on because I started to have a lot of pain in both of my feet. But the only thing that could be done at the time was one foot. And I chose my left to go first. And the problem with that was bunion correction. So because again, dancer, either bunions are genetic, or they happen based on circumstances, in this case, pronation. So like your foot's rolling in a certain way. And when your foot's rolling in a certain way, you can get bunions. I hate the word bunion, by the way. Can we just talk about that for a second? I hate that word. It's like, but it's like onions, but it's a but. I just hate the word. You know how some people hate the word moist? I, I don't have a problem with the word moist, but I have a problem with the word bunion. Okay, I just, I think it's stupid. I don't know. It, really drives me crazy, like hearing it. And when people ask me what's wrong or would you get surgery on Kate? I'm like, bunion surgery. Yay. It's not not something I like to talk about because the word's so awful to me. That's just how I think about that. But we're going to have to just go through what happened the first time and what happened now the second time. So I had never gotten an operation where I would need crutches, a wheelchair, a cast. When I was three years old, yeah, I uh, broke my left ring finger, the, you know, where all the wedding rings go. Yeah, I broke that finger climbing up of something or I don't know, I fell, something happened. And that was the only time I was ever in a cast. My cast had balloons and bears on it and it was yellow. (laughs) But this time, and then we're still back in February of 21, When they operated, I didn't know they needed to take bone marrow out of my heel. So that was fun. And that explained why my entire foot needed to go in a whole like cast up to like the almost my knee. It was pretty extensive. And what a lappy plasty is, is the 
procedure that you, one of the many that you could get for bunion, bunion or correction. I'm going to cringe every time I say that. What happens in a lapiplasty is they're basically fixing the bunion at the root of the foot. So they're not like shaving down anything. If you're squeamish, I'm sorry. If they're not shaving down any part of the bone that kind of sort of sticks out, they're not shaving it down. They're not cutting anything. They're not breaking anything. Technically, what they're doing is they're refusing the bones together at the core, like inside of the actual foot. So you're not getting anything like taken off or removed. You're just, they're fixing it at its source, which I think is a better procedure than like some, than the one they did before, which I, I don't know the name of it, but it wasn't called a lapiplasty like this was. That's where like this, the first option is to like shave stuff down and, and, and try to correct it that way. But that does not fix the root of the problem. It actually, you have to break the bones and, and ugh, it's just no. Nah. So the first time and this time I did not have that done. I had the lapiplasty done. So fixing the bunion, if you will, at the root, that's all that is. And going from like hernia surgery and wisdom teeth, and it's all different. I mean, recovery sucks. Like it really sucks, no matter what kind of operation you're getting. It is just painfully slow and boring. You kind of wonder what is life? <laughs> you think about all this different stuff. You turn on TV. There's a lot of different things you could do. The first time it was scary because nobody, including my parents, had had a child go through a surgery that was like foot your leg or something like that. I had to go on crutches last time, never had crutches before in my life. So that was frightening. And it doesn't help when you're drugged up on all these medicines and you have to go from the car to the house and you are on all this crazy stuff and you're, you can't walk on one foot and you're leaning on crutches to try to get in the door. That was last year. My foot was like a club with the cast that they had put on that I was terrified of falling over. And I was always a good person with balance. Like I could balance on one leg. I could do a lot of things. Ballet kind of helped me with that. But what was more difficult is getting the rhythm of the crutches. And if you've never had crutches before, it takes a little time to get used to. Okay, so my weight goes here and then my other leg goes here and you have to do it in a rhythm. And if you don't do it in that rhythm, then kaput, you're falling on your face. And that happened to me when I was in my house by myself last year, at least three times. And I would fall and no one would be here because, you know, it'd been like a week into recovery and I would fall and I would kind of hit my foot on things. It was bad. Also, didn't help because last time it was February cold and there was snow on, snow on the ground and ice everywhere. So I stayed inside as much as I could. I did go outside a couple times, but going outside also, even this time, is not easy because if you choose to go outside, then that just means you got to be more careful with steps. And I do have some steps leading up to my house and right at the door, there's a step. So... Yeah, I haven't gone outside yet necessarily, but at least I have not fallen this time. And half of the reason is because of my wheelchair. Yes, I have a wheelchair and 
that has helped me move around. So with one leg, it's not one, it's not one of those wheelchairs that have like the two wheels on the side that you like pump with your arms. It's a wheelchair that someone like usually pushes you with. And I have my left foot, the one that was previously operated on. I push with my left foot and then I kind of grab things around the house to like pull me if I need to. But it's also good core exercise because it's not like I can't exercise. I just can't do anything that involves, you know, standing on my feet. So I could do ab workouts where, you know, you just lift your legs and move them down. Like there's still things I can do. I'm not even touching the crutches actually. The only time I did it was last night which was like, okay, I think I could get into this. I just have to get from my door to my bed. It's not the end of the world. Because it's day like six now, I was able last night to finally go up and bathe. I know that sounds gross, but they forbid you from showering for the first multiple days. And I finally was able to sleep in my bed last night, which was also great because... Sleeping in your bed feels so much better than the couch and you need to keep your foot elevated too. It's part of the recovery process and the couch is easier for me to put my foot up and all the pillows and like, you know, the arm of the couch that props it up so I don't have to deal with any like concerns or pillow slipping from underneath and it's all there. It's all set up. Both times the surgery did go well, but the one thing that's different, I guess, about this time would be the cast looks different. Like, I don't know why it looks so different. I could guess that the bone marrow thing that they had to do last time was part of why they had to put the cast fully around my heel and it looked so much like a club. This time they didn't have to do that. So the cast, if I could describe it to you, It has like a rectangular shape at the top where my toes are and then it's wrapped around and then the bottom where my heel is is also like a rectangular shape and it's not as hard as I thought it would be. That's weird. I thought it would be a lot harder and it's um but it's still strong. It's still a cast. I mean obviously if it wasn't and that would be a huge issue and I would have to go back. They also told me to try to wiggle my toes as much as I can, which kind of scares me because I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to wiggle something and then have shooting pain and have made a mistake. (laughs) So there's that. One thing that's a lot weird, and I've never had this last time, is the fact that my mouth is pretty numb. Now, I know that they had to put something really far down my trachea to make me breathe during the operation. But for some reason, the anesthesiologist or whoever, when they put the thing on my mouth, they had this thing resting on my tongue for so long that my tongue is still numb. Now, not the whole tongue. Obviously, I wouldn't be able to come on here and talk. But it w- it's like the tip, the left tip of it is numb. And then a little bit of the bottom of my right lip. So that's from what they put on my face during the operation. But what's confusing to me is why now, even after a couple days, it's still not getting back to normal. I just hope it gets back to normal. Because I said, look, I'm getting foot surgery, not surgery on my mouth. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I'm just kind of hoping I get feeling back in there. What I've been doing, though, since this happened, um, well... 
trying to get around the house with my wheelchair. I've been doing a lot of language studying. For those of you who know me or don't know me, language is really a fun thing for me. It's like a hobby to just sit down and learn languages. <laughs> I know I know that sounds really nerdy and weird, but I don't know. It's something that I've always loved doing. So that is part of it. I've gotten verb books and stuff of languages I've never spoken before. So I've been trying to learn those. Sleeping is a big one. For some reason, I thought that I wouldn't be able to sleep. And at the beginning, I couldn't sleep at the right hours. I was sleeping at all different times of the night. I wasn't, nothing was balanced as far as eating or sleeping. And it still kind of isn't, but I'm doing the best I can. And I'm sleeping at weird, weird hours something that I haven't had to deal with yet. So I am trying to get my sleep schedule back. I've had to take so many different medications and also cough medication because I did develop a little bit of a cold. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I developed a little bit of a cold, cough, congestion, what have you. And I couldn't talk for the first couple days. I've been just kind of coughing up gross stuff. And this is not, you know, the most luxurious sounding thing ever. Sorry about that. I finally today am able to talk because one of the things on my list was I got to get back and making episodes because I miss it. And this is the perfect time when I'm pretty much sitting around doing nothing. Why not? But I can't do that if I can't talk properly. I'm just lucky that my entire tongue isn't numb and it's just a piece of it. But that is a hindrance when you're trying to do something that you love doing and you just simply can't because something was resting on your mouth for so long. Another thing I've been doing is watching The Crown. I don't know if any of you have watched that show or are watching that show. For some reason, I just said, all right, time to watch the first couple episodes. So I started watching it in September and then... Now I'm on like season two and season two's interesting. Like it's a really good show, but if you're not like into royal family stuff, I mean, I'm really not either, but for some reason I like this show a lot. It gives me something else to do for sure because it's a long show. It's like every episode is an hour. It's like a little movie every time you watch it. So, so you need to find other things to do and Aside from the language books, aside from doing this, aside from writing, reading, doing my normal Kate shuffle, is watching The Crown. I do owe pretty much all of this to my parents. They have been the most supportive parents ever, especially in situations like this. They're for me more this time than last time. Because last time I was like, oh, I got it. I can do it. And no, don't worry. Don't, you know, because we've been through it as a family before. We all kind of knew what to expect this time. And because of that, luckily, every day I get to see them, which I normally wouldn't have the time to because I'm always working and I'm always on my feet. And whenever I get bored or I feel really depressed because that happens Every single day, whether I'm walking or not, is, you know, I battle depression and bad anxiety as well, is I just kind of take a deep breath and I put my feet up and I think, okay, Kate, in like a month from now, you're going to wish, <laughs> you are going to wish that you were home 
with your feet up. So yeah, even though one's in a cast, like get over it almost, put it up, be grateful you can put your feet up and be grateful that you can be around your family, which is the best part about all of this is being around them and really taking time for myself, for healing, for lots of different aspects of my life. And you have to be careful not to think too much. That's the struggle is I think too much and then I care too much about certain things and I'm trying my best not to think of things outside the walls of my house. It's hard. I know. Another thing that's easy to do while you're sitting here is job applications. So I've done that. <laughs> I'm still doing those. And before I know it, next Tuesday, my cast is going to come off. And once it's off, then I'll get a boot. He has to take the stitches out, make sure that everything's good and fine. And I will have two scars, one on each foot. So yay. That's awesome. I knew this had to be done. I was always thinking, look, like temporary loss for long-term gain, because I won't have that pain in my foot anymore. And I'm going to feel so much better. And I'll be able to walk and not have any issues. I haven't had any issues after the first one. You have to kind of, you know, do foot exercises and get your foot back to normal. My foot, when it does come out of the cast, is going to be a little swollen. <laughs> but the boot is a fun time because I'll be able to walk and I'll be able to do things. Will I be able to drive because it's my right foot? I'm not quite sure. So if I can't drive yet, obviously, if I'm not cleared to do that, then me returning to work is going to be, um, I have to hold off for a little bit on that. I don't want to hold off. I want to get back to things, but just enjoying the time that I do have. I have dealt with a lot of things over the last couple months. Kind of shocked at how things have turned out in my life in general. Some good and some kind of Eh? I mean, it's just difficult when you're in an environment like this to not get extremely depressed. You have to try your best to stay in good spirits. And that's just kind of what I've been doing. But my promise to myself is I am going to get at least an episode out every day if I can, or every week, something like that. What that commitment will be, I'm not exactly sure yet. But I kind of want to do a daily show just because. No particular reason. I just want to get back and doing this. And I think that that's the easiest way to do it. So guys, that's all I really got to say today. I'm going to go back to my recovery now. My parents are coming over. We're going to eat dinner. And I am going to probably sleep more because my body, as my friend said, is probably just stressed and needs to heal entirely. So until next time, guys, I will see you on a future episode. You'll probably hear from me tomorrow, if not definitely the next day. So yeah, bye.